Today on Alphabetical, Cry Baby Cry. Hi, and welcome to Alphabetical, the only podcast where we analyze Beatles songs from 12 to Y. I'm John. I'm Pete the Retailer. I'm Alex Robinson. And I'm L. Adam. And I'm John, one more time, and today we're talking about Cry Baby Cry. Yes. Surprising lack of commas. Yeah. Even though I added them. Oh, well. I felt like I did. Yeah. I needed to. Yeah, once you start adding punctuation, you can yeah. be like, cry, baby, cry. You know, like a kind of mocking Yeah, there's, a, there's yeah. many ways you can Well, I guess yeah. there's not that many ways. But, or you uh, can say, cry, baby, cry. Yeah. <laughs> cry, baby, cry. Yeah, that's my... <laughs> A lot of different interpretations. Cry, baby, cry? Uh, question? I don't know. <laughs> cry. Baby, cry? Cry. Bibba, cry. <laughs> cry. Baby, cry. Oh. Anyway, enough of that. <laughs> All right. Thanks for, listen. thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks, guys. And I give that five cry, baby, cries. Yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, what, what, what gem of an album is this off of, Mr. John? Uh, this is from the White Album. Yes. 1968. Yeah. 1968. Uh, recorded and released. Um, Once again, Lennon McCartney, but really John. Yep. Do you think there are a lot of people who don't, like there are people out there who, when you say the White Album, they're like, what? Like they strictly only think of it as the Beatles? Oh. I no, never probably. thought of it as the Beatles, ever. Well, yeah. actually I have a weird thing about that. When I was first getting into the Beatles, the group, I mean, not the album, and um, a friend of mine was like, oh yeah, I have, I have a bunch of cassettes I can lend you and... He lent me the cassette of the White Album, and it's just on the side. It just said The Beatles, and I was like, I thought it was just like a greatest hits album, and I was like, I can't find this White Album everyone's talking about. Because <laughs> on the on the cassette, I'm dating oh, myself, yeah. but on the cassette, it didn't have a white cassette. It had the picture of the four of them. So yeah. it had their four faces. So. Yeah. So I was like, so yes, I do think there are some people who don't know <laughs> the Beatles. Maybe not in this day and age. But. Those poor eight year olds. <laughs> yes, in the 80s. exactly. Yeah, and maybe it's because I, I watched Fletch as a kid. And there's a scene where he wakes up and he's like, where am I? And they're like, you're in the records room. And he's like, in that case, I like the White Album. Oh. Uh. So uh, maybe that's subconsciously where it came from. Thank so you, you, Chevy Chase. The Fletch Album. Yeah. yeah. The Fletch Album. The Fletchels. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so this was John Lennon's song for the most mm-hmm. part, and he did not care for it. He called 1980, he called it a piece of rubbish. Surprise, but he surprise. does that about a lot of his songs, man. <laughs> yeah. Although, weirdly... He has a song, one of his solo songs, written in 1980, called "Cleanup Time," which uses a lot of the Children's same song. imagery about queens in the counting room mm. making bread and honey and something counting money. He reverses the roles. Is it a, a, like a nursery rhyme? Because this is some of it's taken from a "Sing a Song of Sixpence." I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, I, saw, I was yeah, reading yeah. about that. Yeah. So well, some of it's lifted. Well, but the stuff and about he got sued by um, <laughs> Old King Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Is he uh-huh. still alive? <laughs> Hold on one sec. He is As a press still time. alive doing his uh, 200th <laughs> Still a merry old soul. MSG Toronto. No, but so I just thought it was weird that John Lennon clearly has had a low opinion of this song and yet was kind of, I wonder if he didn't even realize he was lifting from himself. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's like, oh, that's a great line about kid, kid, you know, being in the counting house and not realizing that he was stealing from his own song. It's my story. I'm sticking to it. I, I think it's hard to take to take what he says to heart anyway, because I think he's probably just 
he's probably just in a bad mood most of the time when people interviewed him. Yeah. You know, and just but, like anything Beatles or anything himself is just rubbish. Well, it's, he strikes me as someone who very, very mercurial, as they say, Freddie Mercurial, where yes. his opinion would change radically from like the drop of a mustache. Yeah. From, yeah. One, from one day to the next. <laughs> right. He would. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. Probably if you had interviewed him, if you when know, he was high, he'd be like, it's great. Yeah. Or if, <laughs> or if he had, if he had, I love this song. <laughs> who wrote it? <laughs> if he had lived maybe in 2000, he would have been like, yeah, that's all, all that it's stuff's all great. Stuff. You know, Enjoy it, kids. Yeah. You, know. you ever think about that? Like what, what kind of guy he'd be like? Well, my he friend was the I... oldest one. So he, he'd, I mean, uh, he'd be like Ringo. So. Yeah. <laughs> Ringo's older. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but we can dismiss Ringo. So, but, uh, hey. Yeah, no, I just, you know, think about that, like, what kind of... Uh, well, you think he'd be all, like... Old man he'd be. Yeah. It's hard to tell, because he was so... He really changed personas so much, yeah. like, well, he was the, I, he was the he radical, be, he was the house out, husband. You know, I'm he'd, curious be, like, he'd be, like, the mayor of New Jersey. Mood now. stabilizers <laughs> and just kind of be like, hey, great, yeah, hey. Yeah. You know, he'd just be, like, this total, like, like washed out. Not huh. washed out, like, washed up, but just kind of, like, very neutralized, like... Yeah. Um, like guru in Northern California, and just yeah. like, hey man. Well, I think great, Yoko has man. a lot to do with it too. Mm. Like, sure, blame her for everything. No, I mean like how she developed over. Like you know, it'd be interesting. Like you couldn't him alone. You know, right. it's hand yeah. in hand. You think they'd still be together? Probably not. Probably not. Mm, no, I don't. I don't know. I think it's impossible to say. Yeah, we should ask. He's very ghost. unpredictable. I mean, oh no. But uh, anyway. so we used to debate whether John Lennon would have been a part of the Traveling Wilburys. Ooh, no, no, no. I don't think so. No, no. That's Harrison only. Like I was just say that's heresy. It's heresy. <laughs> George heresy. George, George heresy. heresy. <laughs> that's a great uh, male roller derby name. <laughs> yeah, I mean Harrison's like he's he's the only one who's got like like that dusty quality to him. You know right. what I think? Because he never dusted. Yeah, yeah. right. Like a duster. A jacket would look good on him. I don't know if it would do the same for the other ones. <laughs> um, and, you know, not showering, I guess. I don't know. True. Um, Donovan, the pop singer Donovan. Sure. He claims that he was an influence on Cry Baby Cry because they John Lennon started writing it when he was in India. And I guess a lot of Donovan's songs have kind of this fairy tale sort of twee you know, mm-hmm. medieval thing going on. So Donovan says that he was the one who put all the idea about doing kings and, and possibly tarts and things like that. Sid Barrett could have said the same tarts? thing. You know? Tarts? <laughs> yeah. tarts? Are there tarts in the song? I don't kings know and tarts. tarts. That was the original name of it. Yeah. Uh, kings and tarts. Oh, oh, you know, John Lennon was a big Alice in Wonderland fan, so it could have been a... <laughs> did it, did, do the vocals sound weird to you, any of you guys? Like, I was listening to the, the re-release like from the complete set, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it was just my headphones, but it was like, I mean, I know it's John, mm. But it sounds like it could have been a completely different guy. I don't know if it was just me, but it was just like, who is this? They could have just put some other guy and really? like, hey, sing this song. Does Paul do? Paul does harmonies on it, right? Uh, Towards the end, I think that so. old enough to do better. There's definitely a high pitched voice that sounds like it could be Paul yeah, McCartney. Yeah, listen to it more closely. Apparently, this is uh, John. I think you brought this up when we were talking uh, backstage. Yes, <laughs> at, uh, <laughs> this side table, the song that made uh, uh, Jeff Emmerich resign. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, apparently there, there's pretty heated um, fighting at this point, right? Between the Beatles, um, right, and, and their recording engineer. Yeah, so he he walked, um, and I think he came back to work for their Apple label, um, and then came back to as a freelance engineer. But 
So yeah. did he never or did he work with them as a producer? He he was I think he was originally like came on board as like their nighttime guy. Right. But did he do anything after um, this? Or is this his the last no, Jeff No, Emmerich? he came back. He okay. came back okay. as, a, like, as a freelancer. I'll come back but only when they're not there. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, no, it sounds stressful. Yeah, to see the Beatles fight. I must have been uh very weird. For everyone involved, like they're like doing mom this and thing dad are and, yelling at each yeah, other. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're in the kitchen, just like trying to eat de- yeah. Thanksgiving dinner for the queen, <laughs> but for the group too. I mean, I guess it's like any breakup is going to be you know uncomfortable. Where there's that time where you're like, you know, you're breaking up, but no one is pulling the trigger, and you know, oh, yeah. awful. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't sound so it doesn't wow. sound good. Yeah, that's a bad scene. But uh, as far as the song, what do you guys think? Because I know a friend of mine once said to me. Why are your pants down? No. He once said to me, um, Cry Baby Cry has such a good verse, but the, the sort of you know funny nursery rhyme chorus kind of ruins it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't agree with him, but I get what he was saying. Um, you kind of, you know, like it comes in as a very sort of bittersweet, you know, feel. And then it sort of jumps to, yeah, like I said before, Sid Barrett kind of. <laughs> Kind of fantasy. Um, right. I like it though. I don't yeah. know. Well, I mean, I like Sid if Barrett. It feels disjointed so. for any of you. What do you give it? You want to go first? Um, I'm going to give it four and a half. Four and Ooh. a half. Interesting. Uh, okay. Four and a half. What? Four oh. and a half. Beetle arguments. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> four, and a half, four and a half fights. Four and a half fights. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was a very, uh, a very troubling time. Four and a half fights. Fist fights. Um, I do, yeah, I've always loved this song, and mm-hmm. I always will. Wow. Yeah. Adam? Adam? Uh, I was going to go three and a half. Yeah. I, um, I originally said four, but I might go four, I might go four and a half. Uh, I, I do like this song a lot. Like, yeah. every time it comes up, I pretty much listen to it, which mm-hmm. is generally a good rule for a four. I'll say four and a half. Okay. Yes. Right. Um, yeah, I had put down four originally. Huh. I was, I was in the going back and forth between three and a half, four and a half, I'll just stick with four. I mean, it's weird because I wouldn't say it's like a major song, but right. it's not four and a, it's not four and a half the way like come together would be four and a half. But uh, well, no, no, certainly not that. <laughs> <laughs> well, say it's not it's not like close to the per it's not close to the top the way say uh, right. It's just got enough interesting yeah bits to it. it it's it's you know it's got enough. It, it's not boring at all. It has just fairly kind of short stuff going on. It's fairly short, and you can just you know yeah. anytime it's on. I, I I don't think I've ever skipped this. Song. Yeah. Anytime at all. Yeah. <laughs> all you got to do is. Call. You know the other thing uh, that could be said about any of these tracks, specifically with the White Album. Um, in the context of the White Album, it's such a well arranged album mm-hmm. that you know, like listening to it by itself, I. I I still give it a four and a half, but it's hard not to think of these tracks outside of mm, listening yeah. to the White Album because that album is it's, it's probably my favorite, and it's it's just something that I pretty much listen from start to finish every time. Mm. Um, and the placement of all the tracks works so well with each other. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to say that that adds to my um, love of the song, right. and probably the every other. I'll probably give every other White Album song four and a half, except. <laughs> A couple. Oh, yeah. No, we'll see. I don't, no don't want to ruin it. No okay. Well, maybe for a future episode, we should do our the classic Beatles fan thing of if you had to do a one disc white album. Oh. Oof. Mm. So we'll do it now. Everyone get some time to think. You know, put some. Uh, All right. Put some ideas in it. Interesting. All right. 
Uh, in terms of covers, you guys heard many covers. I have one by a guy named Vaughn Trapp. Huh. But um, that's the Austrian singing family that yes. uh, narrowly escaped the Nazis, right? <laughs> yes. The sound of Beatles music. How do they have time to right. write a cover? Uh, I had uh, Sam I Am, the the kind of mm. pop punk band. Um, they did a cover of this, which doesn't bring too much to it. You know, it's not. They don't make it radically different. They just kind of do it more or less straightforward. Uh, I was expecting it to be more kind of uh, energetic, and it, you know, it's fine. It's good, interesting. Gotcha. I thought you when you first said that, I thought you meant the movie I Am Sam because right. the movie is all Beatles covers. So <laughs> yep. it's a weird. Uh, <laughs> did anyone see that? I am Sean Sam? Penn, Michelle uh, Pfeiffer. Yeah, in the theater. I, think, I don't remember something. anything about it though. It's a tour de force. A tour de France. A tour de France. Oh. Um, yeah. No, there's a band I like called Bardo Pond. Um, and they did a cover, but I haven't heard it yet. So wow, I'm three different covers of Cry Baby Cry. Tracking that down. Yeah, I got nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, oh well. Sorry, Sorry guys. Well, all right. So I guess that'll wrap up Cry Baby Cry. Yeah. Right. Have, but have, have, don't stop crying because we'll be back Friday with Cry for a Shadow. Yeah. Have a happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. Happy New Year happy and New Happy Year. Birthday to all your New Year's babies, if that happens. Right. So we'll see you in the magical year of 2015. 2015! So it doesn't fade in. It just just cuts right in to it, right? On the beat. Can you take me back? Can you take me back, brother? But it fades out. So it starts in and then fades out after the... The other song after, yes. after the main part ends. Yes, I've heard a um, on the internet on the, the YouTube you can find a quote unquote full version of the song. Huh? But it's basically just this repeated over and over. It's almost like why don't we do it in the road? In that it's just one thing repeated mm-hmm. over and over oh. and over. Is and it really repeated again. or someone? Why just can't we be? Flipped? No, no, no. Really, it's just him. <laughs> it's just Paul McCartney just kind of like riffing, you know, changing it slightly each right. time. But it's oh, more okay. or less the same thing. So yeah, huh. but. Um, I think it's a great example of Paul McCartney's like genius for coming up with a good hook. You know, mm-hmm. it's a catch a catchy little yeah. ding, you know. And totally like nonsense not nonsensical lyrics, but like right. banal. Be yeah. I mean it's just a lyrics. great yeah. testament to the fact that Beatles they're they're just they're bursting with so much like good melody. Yeah. It's right. like it's like, yeah, this is not even finished. Stick right. it in, yeah. it'll Their still throw be good. Yeah. Would make you know hit songs yeah. for somebody else, probably. Yeah. Yes. I wonder if he, if he had held on to it, if it would have been fused to another song the way, mm-hmm. like, I've Got a Feeling or A Day yeah. in the Life or something like, you know. Right. Yeah, but throw it onto the Abbey Road medley. They're the like end. they're like a Dunkin' Donuts. Like, if they toss out their donuts after 30 minutes, everyone's like, yo, those are still great. I'm eat those. <laughs> it's like, oh, just toss Don't them. ever compare the Beatles to Dunkin' Donuts. Why not, man? <laughs> Time to make the donuts. I'm not a fan. <laughs> any covers? Anyone know any good covers of this one? <laughs> No, I don't think <laughs> of this. Of this there, there's no good covers of, uh, <laughs> of uh, song. <laughs> I would assume any any covers would be just attached to the covers of Cry Baby Cry. Hey, have or, you uh, verified that? No. Well, you I should. Yeah, maybe. I read something where they talked about how it was not copyrighted. This bit, so I oh. wonder if someone could theoretically cover it and well, not pay Michael Jackson's estate. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm just going to fade this bit out to make it. Match. All right. So I'm sure I'll, I'll have faded it out already. I'll just so. go. Ka 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 